Mark my words. Here's your dictionary, sir. Oh, thank you, Mark. Cattywampus. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hello, all Toddcasters out there. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy, and it seems like every time we get together, the world gets just a little bit crazier. I think everybody could agree with that. Uh, I hope you're staying safe out there from the coronavirus. Uh, I know me and the Toddcast team are. We're all doing okay. Nobody is sick. And uh, social distancing ourselves, actually, pretty much. Uh, Everything you're hearing, we've either recorded elsewhere or spent very minimal time together so we're making it work we're, we're putting together a show via distance so it's it's all good we're doing okay and you know i i know that this coronavirus thing is scary for a lot of people but you know just know this that our nation has faced so much more our planet not just the nation but the planet itself has faced so many terrible atrocities over the years for hundreds of years and we all always came out better on the other in. So I guarantee you, if if you think for some reason this is like a doomsday thing, an end of times, it's not. We're going to get through this. Everything is going to be okay. And we'll probably learn something in the end. We always learn something from situations like this. And I say that's exactly what we're headed towards is, is a lesson. So I, I know it'll be fine. We're going to get through this together. Don't panic. Follow the rules. Take the guidelines. Do the right thing. Stay healthy and stay safe. Now, with that in mind, that's going to be pretty much it on the coronavirus talk. We are going to talk a little bit more about it later in the episode. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. The Ollie Report might be uh, surrounded by that. But that's it for the most part, talking about it in this episode. Because the one thing I want to do, and I think what any podcaster or radio host wants to do right now, is to take your mind off of this. I don't want to just constantly go into it and talk about it and yak, yak, yak about it. Because I don't. I, you're hearing it everywhere. You, your family, your friends are talking about it, you get on Facebook, you get on Twitter, you turn on the news, no matter where you go, it's coronavirus, 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 and that's not what I'm about. I don't want to do that here on this show. I want to bring you entertainment. I want to do something to take your mind off of it. So that's exactly what we're going to do this week. And I couldn't think of anybody better to do that than my good friend, Rosemary Machario. Let me tell you something. This person has absolutely gone above and beyond in her life and the things that she has done. And that's why this week's episode is called Achieving the Dream with Rosemary Machario. She has done so many things. In the last year, her life has changed significantly and it just keeps getting better and better and better and you're going to hear everything that's been going on with her. She is such a delight and I can't wait for you to hear this awesome interview that I've done with her. Per usual, any interview that I do on the Smoking Hot Toddcast will be broken up into segments with sketches and other things in between. So you hear one part of it, it abruptly ends. Don't think that's the end of it. No, we'll be back. Just keep listening. Actually, you should be listening to the whole episode anyway. That's what I'm. That's what I always say when I do episodes like this. You shouldn't be tuning out just because the thing's over. No, no, no. We still got tons more just hang in there like i said we got an all-new ollie report we also got some hilarious sketches so like i said sit back relax take your mind off of the craziness that is the coronavirus and just sit back and enjoy some great entertainment right here on the smoking hot toddcast you're listening to the smoking hot toddcast with your host todd just todd todd is helpful and todd is there for you uh well it's actually hot toddy oh well pardon me mr perfect well, I, I always enjoy every time I get to speak to this person because, I mean, she's she's a huge bright spot in our in this gloomy world that's going on right that's out there right now. And uh, like I said, <clears throat> I always enjoy talking to her, and she's had a lot going on, and it continues to build. She has a new book out. We talked about it last year. We're talking about it again. It's the Amulet of Amulet of, of Elements. I can't get the words. The, the Amulet of Elements. It's my friend Rose Marie Machario. Hello, Hi, Rose. Hey, how are you? I'm well. Welcome back. Uh, I was just thinking, I see you everywhere now. I saw you on Frank's uh, Mountain Fun Life on uh, on the internet there. 
What what all does he do up there? I've never actually sat down and talked to oh, him. Oh gosh, Mountain Fun Life is great. Yeah. Uh, they have like all kinds of things going on and mm-hmm. they're they're expanding and they're on Roku and right. they're uh, have their own YouTube channel and they've got like their own meteorologist, their own sports guy and I mean they're pretty awesome. They're everywhere so. it seems like and then I saw you up there. So what were you talking to him about some of the same things with your book and uh, everything? Yeah, yeah. Um, the first time when I was like a guest, uh, mm-hmm. I went up there to promote the amulet of elements mm-hmm. and then the second time i went up i actually filled in for kira cup as no her host yeah wow. while she was on vacation so that was a whole lot of fun yeah it was a lot of fun and I, it was a huge honor for me absolutely to be asked to co-host yeah <laughs> i like all the feels <laughs> right so it, it, the book is out and it's been probably what eight months since the last time we talked it's been about yeah. eight months since it came out i guess it's probably six, six months six, i think okay came out in september ish august it was late Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the yes. end of August. August 27th. And uh, so how's, how is the world now to you? How, have things changed dramatically since you uh, released the book or what? Maybe not dramatically, yeah. but it has been interesting mm-hmm. because for months I felt like I was in the twilight zone. Like, <laughs> yeah. did this really happen? Right. Did I really get my book published? Just because, you know, it took almost nine years to get it I can't done and to have someone, you know, amazing like seven star press to tell me yes mm-hmm. was just a, a, a blessing right such a blessing absolutely so uh now it's just all a matter of you know promotions uh and trying to find new ways of promoting the book and, mm-hmm. and getting creative to where i'm not like shoving it down everyone's throat like buy my book buy right. my book you know <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to be that kind of person well, but why not though I i'm mean, proud yeah. so i just i just try to been coming up with you know some different things and sure. you know sharing images from uh what randy humphrey created for me for the book trailer those are beautiful by the way and so i'm everywhere. just being you know trying a little bit of different things with those and uh, I'm actually in uh, one of my first, um, con- it's not really a contest per se, it's it's an awards mm-hmm. for books and it's called the Author Academy Awards. Yeah, and yes. so I was like, just, you had to submit your own book as an mm-hmm. author, you have to submit your own book. And I'm like, well, I'll try it sure. and see what they say. And I yeah. had to write like this hundred words or less why they should pick my book. Cause I wrote it, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> so I basically just shared my story. Hey, you know, I, this came to me in a dream and, and, and I wrote it down and, and passed it on to a few people that said, hey, you should get that published. And, you know, almost nine years that it took of blood, sweat and tears trying to get an agent or a small publishing house or somebody right. to give me a yes. And I kept getting no's. So now that I had that yes, it was just incredible. And I wanted to have that. I was grateful for the opportunity to submit sure. my book to this uh, literary awards. Absolutely. And so we'll just wait and see. We'll wait and see. Yeah. But you're up for best fantasy book. And yes. uh, the link is on her page. I'll provide the link in this week's episode uh, in the description. Because when is the when are the awards? Uh, I think the cutoff is in in May okay but I might be wrong okay. but it will say what how long the uh, voting time is mm-hmm. and then by August 25th they will announce who the top 10 are oh wow so this and is a long yes yes process. and then okay. after the top 10 are announced then the award ceremony is October 23rd wow okay and it's in Ohio oh my goodness so I gotta go to Ohio and Jeez. according to the submission guidelines or you know if I actually make it mm-hmm. then I'm supposed to read like a uh, not a a little bit more lengthy than a premise, probably, you know, a good synopsis sure. about what the book is about. Mm-hmm. And it's going to have all kinds of different levels of what the criteria is to win, but the votes do count. So yeah. if you go to authoracademy.com and, you know, select the little button that says um, author voting for yeah. 2020, <laughs> I'm on page four. She's on page the, four. In the fantasy category. Absolutely. <laughs> I know this. Uh, now, do they have to vote for everything or can they just vote for they you? They can just, they can vote okay. for anybody they want, but as sure. far as like each, um, se- like if you wanted to vote for the best children's book, you can. Right. But then as far as fantasy goes, you can only have one vote. Okay. So, and then once, it's so sensitive, like mm-hmm. if you even accidentally click it at all, I that's, noticed that. it's yeah. 
too late. Yes. And you've already voted for that person right. you accidentally clicked on. It is. It is be very careful. Yes. And so as you can tell, I voted. I, I voted for you. Well, I you. went through there and I, I found you and I was like, done. And so the link will be in the description of this week's episode. Go vote for her for best fantasy book for the Author Academy Awards because this is huge that you get to be a part of this. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I'm just like flattered that yeah. I was accepted, yeah. you know, for a nomination. I'm like, wow. Absolutely. And then there are the Imagine Awards that are mm-hmm. coming up at the Imaginarium Convention in wow. July, the 12th through the 14th. And it's going to be at the Holiday Inn in Louisville, Kentucky oh this year. And I'm really excited about that. It's a wonderful book convention, but they also have film awards too so you can submit your film and uh they show films and there's an award ceremony for that also mm-hmm. uh and for screenplays so there's i think i don't know if it's still op- i think it's still open where you can still submit and then the imagine awards are for authors okay so i'm pretty excited because i submitted for that too mm-hmm. and uh but it's a little bit more hardcore like they have like a select readers right. that read your work and oh, judge man. you based on that. It's not just votes. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's more of a hardcore critiquing, what, I think. So what is, it, what is it about literary <laughs> awards? They're so like in you know, compact and so stubborn, I feel like it's it's like it really I guess shows you know your true art that's true i'm I'm really excited about it uh just to be able to have the opportunity to do it even if i don't win sure i still had a book to submit and that is the the whole point of you know my dream was just to just to be a published author and absolutely and now i can actually say and and not giggle (laughs) i was so giggling before like some schoolgirl or something with her first crush i'm like (laughs) i like john (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. So if you've seen the film Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, we all know how the Death Star was designed. A gentleman named Galen Erso designed it, and his daughter, of course, Jen Erso, becomes essentially the first major hero of the rebellion against the Empire. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's good. That's great. But there's a comic series called Star Wars Legends. It's outside of the actual canon storyline of Star Wars that we all know. It's a different Star Wars storyline. And in this storyline, the Death Star is designed by somebody else. His name is Bevel Levelisk. Gesundheit, I know, right? And after the original Death Star is destroyed, Emperor Palpatine was not happy and he took it out on Levelisk in a very weird way. This is for real what happens in the comic series. Of course, it's been adapted in our own unique style, but take a listen. Master! Master! What is it, Lord Vader? What's wrong? The Death Star. It's been destroyed. What? A rebel X-Wing fighter was able to shoot a torpedo into a thermal exhaust vent. That impacted the core and destroyed it. How the hell did the designer not tell us about this wide open vent? I don't know, sir, but it has set the Empire back extensively. Yeah, no shit! Bring me that designer! What's his name again? Bevel Limelisk. Yeah. Bring me, uh, Basil Rathbone. Um, sure. Hello, your highness. You wanted to see me? Yes, Mr. Lemma Ding Dong. Are you aware that you let us all down? Yes, your highness. There aren't enough words to express how sorry I am for all of this. I didn't think that the vent was a big deal. You could hardly see it. Well, they found it, and now the Death Star is gone. For this, you must pay the ultimate price. Farewell, Barney Littlefoot. Um... It's Bevel Lemp. Good riddance, you filthy pig. Now that that's done, Lord Vader, it's time to start construction on a new Death Star. Bring in a new designer. Uh, there are no other designers, Master. What? There are no other designers. Maybe, uh, maybe I shouldn't have killed Lipstick, huh? I mean... Ah, shit. All right. I'll resurrect him. Whoa! Oh my god! I'm back! Yes, you are back. 
We need a new Death Star and I want you to design it. Therefore, I've resurrected you with a new body. Don't fail me again. Do you understand? Yes, your highness. I won't fail you again. Thank you for this incredible second chance and opportunity. Very well. Go now. Well, there you have it, Lord Vader. A deed is done. You resurrected him, but not Padme? Um, new phone, who dis? Limp Biscuit, how are things on the new Death Star? Fantastic, your highness. Everything is coming right along. We should have a new Death Star within the year. Good. Any outstanding faults within it? No, no, no. I I've learned my lesson, your highness. Good. It's good when we learn lessons. Like leaving huge gaps in the super weapon used to control the galaxy. Like, like the one we had? You know, the one that was destroyed? So easily destroyed? Fuck you! God, I hate him! But I need him, damn it! Oh, I'm back, but I'm a woman. Yes, um, keep keep up the good work. I didn't. Look at him, working so hard for his empire, wanting to repair the damage he's done and proving his loyalty to me. At the end of the day, he's a good man. He just made a slip up and that's all. And he's fixing it. I should go over and give him a little pat on the back. Oh, hello, your highness. Ah! Okay, you're back. Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Leprechaun, I wanted to come congratulate you. It looks like we're right on schedule with the new Death Star. Congratulations. What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. All right, well, great work. Keep it up. Rosebud. Yes, Rosebud frozen peas. Full of country goodness and green penis. Uh, of course. Well, good day. The French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne back home. You know what? This is actually pretty fun. I think I have a new hobby. Michael Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I wanted to ask you, who, what was some of the, uh, well, I've just lost my wording. Who, who are these characters based on? Are they based on, obviously, I would say the princess would be based on you. Am I am I correct in well, that assumption? Well, I, I actually named her after my daughter. Okay. Um, uh, she was just an infant. She was just a couple months old whenever I had this dream oh, and wow, was like yeah. breastfeeding mm -hmm. and, and writing stuff in my notebook and, right. you know, carrying her around everywhere with my notebook and, yeah. and stuff because she was, uh, you didn't put her down. Mm -hmm. You just did not put that child down. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, I, I've family members, I've named pets. Really? Other family members' pets. Um, Lord Brom, I want, who's that based on? I have to know. Okay, so this is funny um <laughs> my dog isis uh -huh. who she's really old now she oh, wasn't then but right. she's really old now uh she's 10 wow and she's got a lot of health problems right now mm. i think she's diabetic so um but uh her sire was named laura Brown. no kidding and i liked it so much and i was trying to think of a, a great name for my protagonist's mm -hmm. love interest right. and i'm like 
you know, oh wow, Lord Brom. I yeah, mean, why not? I mean, it's, it sounds very Vikingish right. and and stuff. So, um, how often do you have a name in your life like that, Lord I Brom? Know, you know? I know, I <laughs> know. And this dog was beautiful. I mean, right. her sire was just absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was a show dog, and and also did uh, you know he was a true working German mm-hmm. Shepherd. So, right. yeah. And then um, my poor Isis, she's of course was uh, named for. Or, uh, the princess is familiar, right? Not not the evil uh, terrorist group. That, no, uh, yes. no, and 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 <laughs> they should not even have that name. I know. I mean, exactly. it's after the goddess, <laughs> the Egyptian <laughs> goddess. That's right. Oh goodness! So do you get a lot of like turned heads when you say, "Oh, my dog's name's Isis"? Uh, not really. No, no. I I mean because I mean she's a solid black German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. So, but um, aside from the gray, sure, the white right. hairs mm-hmm. that yeah. she has around her eyes it could be worse you could have a dog named corona at this point so it could be so much worse it's these are these are good times for, for isis <laughs> we've kind of forgotten about that name so it's right. fine well i name all of my dogs after deities okay. because uh the deities you know mm-hmm. revered dogs right. and horses and things like that and you know especially hakate mm-hmm. and uh, various other you know um deities that you know dogs are just really you know number one right you know for them and that are you know honored and and stuff but uh yeah so i mean just there's like uh, my sons you know they have they're the brothers names Mm -hmm. and stuff so um but uh you know i have grandmothers and grandfathers and you know just some select you know oh cousins they look at your face <laughs> wait i have these yes. family members i forgot <laughs> yeah and then um some i actually just looked up yeah you know because i wanted some really good you know norse names and mm-hmm. and things like that right and and certain ones that had meaning um some names uh are just some things that are the true name of mm-hmm. it but spelled backwards or just little odds and ends and sure. tricks and you're right. actually the first person aside from my editor to hear this really well i'm honored <laughs> i'm flattered because it's fascinating these na- these names are fascinating and so to get to the nitty-gritty on where they came from mm-hmm. and, and and i love that because the, the names of the deities and everything like that that stuff fascinates me i mean it is it just it's such a huge part of i think of, of it should be a huge part of regular culture mm-hmm. and it's just not i don't think not as not as much as it should. or if it, if we try to incorporate it, it it doesn't get mentioned as much it doesn't get as much attention as it probably should yeah i did so much proper research on the norse sagas mm-hmm. and i did my own kind of spin on like on that you right. know of course we all hear that you know the end of days for the vikings was the war of ragnarok mm-hmm. and so i my actual city in what would be known as midgard you know right. where the princess and everybody lives you know I've, I've named all of that entire area you know between all the different cities you know ragnarok mm-hmm. and so when it is the war of ragnarok it literally is right. you know the war between all of them mm-hmm. um and uh I think I slipped on a little thing that's coming in book two. Didn't oh, you do that? Oh, no. but, but we know this war is coming. That's right. I mean, it's we, happening. We, we, the, we exactly. have a little bit it of touch. It was building up in this yes, book. It's yeah, it's building up yeah. uh, pretty serious. Uh, uh, you got a little preview. <laughs> you got a little preview. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. I really want to die today, but that's not going to happen because I'm a pussy. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to an all-new Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. If you recall from last week, Ollie suffered a tragic fate in that he was exposed to the coronavirus. If you don't remember, here's a clip. <laughs> Uh, sir, you're going to have to come with us. That lady was just diagnosed with coronavirus, so we're going to have to take you in. No, I, no, I thought he saved me, saved me, tell the world my story! 
And so, because of this, Ollie is now stuck in Seattle, Washington, in quarantine for 14 days. It's actually been seven days thus far, so he's down one week. He's got one week left to go. He's doing great. Unfortunately, though, he is in quarantine, so he can't go anywhere or do anything. So why not get a report from him, huh? Sure! That's a great idea. And now, without further ado, here is the one and only quarantined Ollie. Ollie, hello, sir. Yeah, this is this is just one big joke for you, isn't it? You're, you're loving every minute of this, aren't you? You jerk. I'm stuck up here, and you're having a big laugh. Hashtag butt cheeks. Well, Ollie, I'm not actually laughing at you. I, I, I do think it's kind of funny the way that you were exposed to the coronavirus. I think we all would agree with that. But the coronavirus is very serious. I mean, we have cases of it down here in Tennessee as well. We even had the first case in Knoxville, and so there's still a lot of panic ensuing throughout the nation. Things are shutting down more. Hours are being cut back. And I'm not going to ask you if you've talked to anybody about this, because obviously you haven't. So, how's your quarantine going? Oh, just just dandy. I have looked at white walls for the last week. I see bright fluorescent lights. They're really hot. They blind me when I lay on the bed. There's a wall, and there's another wall. There's a window with doctors staring at me with concerned faces. I'm pretty good at lip reading. One of them said, I hope he doesn't die. Baskets! Which I haven't eaten in over a week. How are things in Knoxville, bitch? Take it easy, Ollie. You only have one more week of the quarantine, and then you'll be free from it. And then you will walk out of there with your head high, showing the world that the coronavirus is not as tough as it's coming off to be. That we can take it, we can beat it, and you're a living proof of that. How does that make you feel, big guy? I want to die! Alright, wasn't the answer I was looking for. This sucks, hot toddy. I got the coronavirus, and doctors can't do anything. All they can do is lock me in a room and stare at me. There's nothing else to talk about. Why are we even on the phone here? Let me out of here! Or don't. The doctors have walked away now. I guess they're gonna work on something. Oh, they're back now. Hi! See, this sucks! I know it sucks, Ollie, but it's for your safety. It's for the safety of everybody. Now, listen, this is very important. There is a new vaccine that is believed to be able to fight back against coronavirus, and the first samples of it have been sent to Washington State. Have the doctors done anything for you with that? Have they given you one of these vaccines? It's funny you should mention that. They're about to give me the first one. Go ahead, Doc. Let her rip. Ow! Uh, well... Uh, that didn't do anything. Boy, that sounded weird. You're telling me. Apparently this vaccine doesn't work on me, Hot Toddy. All it does is turn me into... Well, Hot Toddy. Yes. I can hear that. You have my voice. Yes, I have your voice. It's really weird. Hey, Doc, will this go away? Uh, no, it won't. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna sound like you forever, apparently, Hot Toddy. Hashtag nuts. Well, we can't have this. I mean, you're, you're Ollie. I, I'm Hot Toddy. You're, you're not supposed to have my voice. Well, why don't you do my voice? I, I can't... Your voice is too hard to do. It, it hurts my throat. Let's see, um... Biscuits! Hey, that was pretty good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, I work on it sometimes, you know. Sure, it's almost as if you do my voice. Sh shut up! Shut up! Oh, this just in, Hot Toddy. Uh, the next vaccine they're going to use on me will either take away the coronavirus or not, but it will definitely change my voice back to my own. Good, because this is creepy as hell. I agree. Oh, they're asking me to stand on the edge of the wall, and I'm going there now, and apparently they're going to... What was that? Uh, it appears I have ripped a hole into the cushioned wall, and it's exposing me to the doctors. They're now scrambling and... Ollie, what's that? I'm not sure, Hot Toddy. Everybody seems to be heading out the door. They seem to be leaving me here. Hey, hey, don't forget me. I, I need to come out of here. I mean, I know I'm in quarantine, but you can put me in one of those suits or something. Huh. They all seem to be running away. I'm not sure what's going on, Hot Toddy, but one thing's for sure, I'm on the road to hell. Honestly, don't know if he was trying to say the road to health or the road to hell, but I'm guessing it's the latter. Thanks for a great report, Ollie. We'll see you next time. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. 
may God have mercy on your soul. But yeah, I mean, there's just a little bit of everything and, um, and what's going on in book one. I mean, you really have to, uh, pay close attention to some things because her premonitions that have occurred, you know, in book one, it, you know, might get to be seen in book two. Right, right. Another, little, another little drop there. Another hey, little teaser, I but. love this. <laughs> We're getting firsthand information yes, on this show yes. this week. I'm loving it. I'm loving Before it. Anybody Before anybody else. Before anybody else. That's right. Well, in addition to all this book publicity, all this is going on, Dream Big is coming back. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm really working hard in trying to get uh, venues mm -hmm. for the episode, and um, and not just one or two or three, like all of all, them mm -hmm. have to have their own venue. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, now, what brought that on? I couldn't get back to where I was. Mm. Uh, for various reasons, um, but uh, I just thought, well, this kind of maybe is the this universe's is way of yeah. giving me a, a push. And mm -hmm. and now that we're with you know Outlander Media Network, as far as like you know they're our producer, and then of course I have the Dream Big Radio, which is the sister podcast. Right. Um, for for that, uh, I'm really going to step up another notch and change things again. And every season, I've I've did a little change. Sure. The more confidence tweaks. I had, mm -hmm. the more I built up and, and changed things around. But um, this season is going to be all in or nothing. Okay. Yes, <laughs> we're going head first, yeah. right in. So I hopefully, like that. hopefully it works out great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, it's I'm excited, and, and I kind of can I say because I'm going to be I'm going to be yes. on one of the episodes yes. this season, so yes. I'm very excited. And I have about a special that. place for your Do episode you? too. Oh my goodness! Do you so, want to review? it now we want to wait for that gotta wait you gotta wait gotta for wait. it all right we'll yeah. wait for that but yes no i will be on an episode of dream big so look be on the lookout for that mm -hmm. but, no this is exciting you've got so much going on oh yeah and and you're on tour for the book too aren't I, you? i'm yeah. i put together i've been putting together like a little book tour i did a little bit towards the end of last year uh when it came out and and hit some various places between conventions uh bookstores oddity places just anywhere i was just right. like anywhere that would have me right. because they say think outside the box yeah. when you're doing your book signings book tours things like that so mm -hmm. this year um i'm slowly building because i've got to take in consideration my dream big schedule that's right yeah. so i've got to work in between all of that and try <laughs> to fit in things together yeah. so uh what's going to be interesting is so far i have on the april 17th i have a really cool first not only just book signing but it's gonna be my first reading also wow. and it's gonna be at the double s wine bar mm -hmm. and there's gonna be me and a couple really awesome uh other authors coming and um so i'm, I'm really uh grateful for this opportunity right. and hopefully i won't stutter or something <laughs> no. when i'm doing All my reading i'm gonna have to like practice or something <laughs> you're you're gonna have this book memorized cover to cover before this is over you have so many times that you're gonna have to read this and read synopsises and everything oh yeah it's gonna be yeah. crazy and then um may 1st through the 3rd uh is going to be metro thamcon in mm. chattanooga so I'm really excited about being a guest for them. Wow. And then uh, I'm working on June, uh, July, of course, is the Imaginarium. Right. The 12th through the 14th. And so I'm super excited about that. And just kind of just slowly building out builds, and builds, builds. trying to get into different places just to kind of go around my schedule with dream big and right. stuff and i think it's gonna it might take a little longer to film dream big just because of how we're having to do it and sure. we might actually break up the season mm -hmm. um for like we'll just get in about half yeah and then take a break and get in the other half it just to right. kind of work in everybody sees you know mm -hmm. uh time schedules and sure. stuff because uh, Outlander has like five or six other podcasters that are just insanely just incredible. Sure. So, and then they've got the thing with Lionsgate. So they're getting a lot of act name actors and wow. uh, filmmakers and directors and all kinds of different, really super cool pe 
people that they're getting to interview. So I'm, you know, really looking forward to, you know, working with them. And they've got the rest, rest, wrestling that they're started up and producing. So I'm looking forward to working with them on that too. So there's so much that that they do. I mean, yes. there's so much, I, I, like, I don't see how they keep up with it all. Seriously. And then, <laughs> and then you with your own schedule. <laughs> well, I'm probably going to be the easiest one out of everybody. Cause I'm just so planned you know. and, and so meticulous. Like, okay, here's my dates and mm-hmm. here's the guests for these dates. Right. And boom, we're going to go film and we're going to be good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in and out i promise we'll make this yes, work yes yes <laughs> oh my goodness so what's next after everything starts to cool down oh i don't think it's gonna cool down no. but i have book two turned into the editor Already? so i'm waiting to get that going because we try to keep the same schedule so hopefully by the end of august right right around my birthday uh-huh. uh book two will be out and mm-hmm. book two is going to be longer faster more emotionally roller coaster driven than the first book the second so. story always is and every story <laughs> the second story is the one that gets you in that hits you right in the face oh yeah uh, yeah it's 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 it gets me yeah. i'm like wow i wrote that that's so awesome <laughs> i wrote this down yeah. it's in a book that's this how one awesome was like you know i you know because i mean the first one it, it was a lot easier because you know i had dreamt the storyline sure. so it's just pretty much almost filled in on its own Mm -hmm. But then I had to take it and carry that on. But it almost seemed kind of easy to do in a way because the story and the characters and everybody was just talking to me, just right. just going on and the story was playing out. And anytime I'd think of it, I'd wake up in the middle of the night from dreaming what was happening next or, mm-hmm. and I would write it down and I would keep a notebook, you know, in my, on my nightstand. Right. Just in case. Yeah. Uh, because it would hit with the insomnia and I would be like, I'd wake up from right. it and have to write it down. Mm-hmm. So just the book two alone is just, I don't know. To me, it's like, wow, I really feel like I matured as a writer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and I've learned so much from writing book one. Mm-hmm. So much. Right. Yeah, it's that. And I don't feel like you can ever learn too much i I think Mm -hmm. that you can always learn and evolve and and grow and and make your craft better each time that you write anything orson wells smoking hot todcast promos take one okay mr wells uh just do your spiel your usual thing there and say hello this is orson wells and you're listening to the smoking hot todcast ah the french champagne no 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 hold it all right, Mr. Wells, just say this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, d- do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smoking Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smoking Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Wells. Ah! Oh, and Sheila missed out last week when I, when I had to take home my drunk co-worker. Oh, that and, I and this person hit on him, and he didn't go for it. Well, they were drunk. <laughs> Instead of saying, so you, you told me some things, yeah. and I was just curious as to how you really thought... You know, maybe because th- that's what I was getting as that maybe you should have brought it up with her that you said something that she said something to you, and that maybe you should. Oh try yeah, to, I told some you should of those try to too. you should try to spark something there. Mm-hmm. But instead, you were like, "Hey, when you're drunk, you're aggressive. You you like well, to." I mean, I'm pretty sure. It was so just kind don't of a don't hit on she, me because I'm a virgin. Uh, well, she didn't. <laughs> don't touch my na- no nos. Mm-hmm. Don't ever touch my no nos. I was just trying to be. I was trying to be conscientious. Wait, oh, and wait, did I tell you guys about what she said about one of our dishwashers? No. no. Well, she... <laughs> Go. She has... Our dishwasher, he has, like, these huge lumps on his elbows. Oh, God. And uh, as I was driving her home, I he saw... He can't help I saw him walk... He I saw can't, him walking... Yeah. <laughs> what? I saw him walking wait, out of the wait, restaurant. Wait, wait Sheila, like, what did you say? So where does he work? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all of them have, like, just... Issues. He's a very he's a very nice man. <laughs> he is a very nice. He's man. a really great guy. He's, he's very, a really great guy. Yeah. He um, <laughs> we were, as we were, as we were walking out, I saw him. I was like, oh, there he is. She goes, oh, I love him. He's so sweet. What's wrong with his elbows? <laughs> <laughs> Just point blank. 
<laughs> what did you say? How did you respond? Well, she. I was like, I don't know. That what was they very are. aggressive, Jeanette. Well, <laughs> I didn't know what they. I just said, I don't know what they are, and then she kind of got yeah, quiet. Yeah, like they're there. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, um, no, when when I said I don't know, she just she got really quiet and she just started staring straight forward, and then she goes. I'm just pissed because nobody knows. <laughs> she goes like, "Do you think he would get mad if I just if I just asked?" What is the growth on your elbows? <laughs> I bet they're like you know abscesses, and he hasn't gotten lanced, and he hasn't gotten his oxy for it. By the way, he will forever be known as on this show elbows. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. That's so mean. <laughs> you brought it up. He's a nice guy. He's really he a great guy. He is. He minds his business. He's pretty quiet. <laughs> so he doesn't talk. You know, he talks. How do you know he's a nice guy? He talks, but you never really get more than he like two words like out of him at a time. Elbow friends. Yeah. He only says his like, elbow support group. <laughs> I just said, hey. How I saw, many are there? Are they on both elbows? Yes. Yes. I said to him one day, man, I'm going to name my firstborn after you. And he just said, okay. <laughs> and that was it. That was a weird thing to say to him. I was just having fun. But that was him. an even better response I was having, back. I was having fun with him. I like him so much. He's so nice. What's wrong with his elbows? Oh, yeah. And she, I was, uh, I think we were just talking about whatever on the on the drive home. And I think I'd mentioned that I'd quit smoking two years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I quit smoking like about three years ago. Can I smoke in your car? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This girl has got like a two second span of like attention. Well, she was blind drunk again, <laughs> as I was saying. What kind she's, of cigarette? She's awfully did you smoke? coherent when she's drunk. She came, she's able to just like not. Mm-hmm. Bang out questions left and right. What's wrong with your elbows? <laughs> Isn't that the rhetorical question of, of 2020? What's wrong with your elbows? <laughs> Forget coronavirus. You need to get a picture so we can see. No. Oh, God. That, that's, that's cruel. That's now you're just that's been, cruel. Sheila's exhausted, we should point out. She's saying no, cruel I things. No, I want to know. <laughs> Now I'm you're just pissed. Now you're just like Jeanette. people don't know. You know, but you know that I like weird things. I know. Yeah, I follow the pimple popper doctor. Like I want to know what they are. I want to. <laughs> I want to make a call on what they are. Jesus, Lord Jesus, I don't know what they are. That's what I'm saying. I would know. <laughs> would you? I would. I'd be able to know if they were like a. You're a professional stroke. dermatologist now because you've watched Pimple Popper. Yes. Religiously, uh, he's a nice man. man. Darn it. Well, I mean, like, don't go right up to him. Like, you know, <laughs> zoom in with the phone. Hey, I like you. You're such a nice guy. What's wrong with your elbows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so pissed that nobody knows what's wrong with them. Do you think he would get mad? If <laughs> that, that was That's what killed me more than anything. It's like, do you think he would get mad if I yeah. walked up to him? It was like, hey. Are they, like, yeah. rack rock size? They're pretty big. <laughs> They're not as big as, uh... The other guy's lump elbows, Wait. elbow lump. Wait, you have two lump elbow. Well, that was the guy. He, had, I mean, they were like huge. The ones on this other guy, he doesn't work there anymore. What is the hiring criteria <laughs> at this point? <laughs> but I mean, they were the size of like. And how did you get wrapped in it? I don't. I don't know. You're not and like any of these stay? people. Because I'm terrible. I don't know. You have. You are not like any of these people, Pork. I mean, what, well, did you, like, not bathe for eight days? Did you lose a no. bet or something? And, no. like, that's what you showed up to your interview like? No. But. Like. Anyway, his elbow lumps. <laughs> <laughs> my lumps. My lumps. My lovely <laughs> elbow lumps. Oh, God. Check them out. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they were. They were, they were probably, like, the size of, I'll say, like. <laughs> Like dinosaur eggs or something. Oh, God. So they hung. No, they didn't hang. <laughs> but, I mean, they were just on the side They were just on the side of his elbow. Did they look like forearm. cauliflower? No. They were, they were, like, pretty smooth and just big. <laughs> These were big. Are you sure but, it's not just his elbow? So he put some kind of polish no. on. <laughs> no, they weren't. They were, they were elbow lumps. 
But one day, I think he was. There was like another. <laughs> Elbow lump. There was another that? cook there, and just to be mean, like when he, that guy got in his way for his guy, he said, "Get out of my way, lump lump." <laughs> That's so you terrible. Been, I think you've mentioned lump lump before. Yeah, I've, I've, told, I've told you that. What? what? He's got <laughs> lumps on his it. elbows. Lord Jesus. I turned off his mic and he doesn't even. Oh. Lump lump. Smoking hot tongue test. Do you find that frustrating when you wake up in the middle of the night and have to write, write something down or, or you're going to forget it? Because I'm, I'm the worst for that. I always think, oh, I'm going to remember that and then I forget it. So I have to write it down. Do you find that irritating to do in the middle of the night when you have an idea or is it better you like those ideas that just come out of it if if it is great sometimes Mm -hmm. but sometimes like if i have to be up really early and it's like oh my gosh i know if i start writing this i'm not gonna stop (laughs) yeah and i have i've been up for hours Mm -hmm. afterwards but usually it's like at the most unopportune times like oh i'm taking kids to school oh, i got this idea and i gotta right. remember it all the way to home to the house yeah. to you know write it down that's or the worst i'm in the shower yeah. okay yeah no i'm not writing anything down <laughs> no. while i'm in the shower i'm busy <laughs> yes brain where are you when i'm sitting at a desk i know right <laughs> <laughs> or i'll be out with somebody yeah. or we're doing something and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. And I have to whip out the phone, whip out the notes, right. write it down and, mm-hmm. and stuff just to where I can get it out. Right. Um, but I think the most annoying is whenever I'm such a planner and I've, I won't do another project if I've, I'm in the middle of one. To me, I feel like I'm in the middle of the project working right. on the series. Now, book three is written. Mm-hmm. Already? Uh, yeah. Well, I had a lot of time waiting to well, get the true. one, yeah. and, but the, it was just coming out, and <laughs> right. I had to get it down. Oh, my so, gosh. So, yeah, and I had literally stopped in the middle of three um, when my dad got sick, and he uh, passed, and it, it took a while to pick it back up and sure. to finish the book, but I, I did it because, you know, I kept hearing my dad in my head saying, mm-hmm. you know, no, you need to finish this. You got to finish it. So, I did that, and then I have a premise for book four down, new characters and all of that fun stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm such a thinker and a planner. So, I, whenever I get new ideas in my head, it drives me crazy. Like, sure. I was watching this new Geico commercial where it's this wedding, and this yeah. guy is, you know, his in-law or his mother and parents and everybody are a pack of wolves. Have yeah, you seen that one? I think one? I've seen that one, yeah. So, <laughs> here last night, and I wrote this down, so nobody better steal this idea You heard me. it here first. TM, yes. Rosemary Machario, 2020. <laughs> yes. But I thought... Oh my gosh, it would be so interesting if a werewolf cub was abandoned because maybe their parents were out hunting and they were already shifted into actual wolves and maybe some farmers killed them. So a real pack of wolves came along and raised the werewolf child. But then she grows up and, you know, she has to learn hunt and all this stuff whenever she shifted in her wolf form, you know, with the pack of wolves. Right. But then she comes across this farm and then she happens to see this young, handsome boy who is the son of the parents that killed her parents. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be tragic? It would be almost like a, and you know. But that's a must read story. (laughs) I I love that story. I need to write this. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Put it in my notes. Oh, my God. It'd almost be like a a Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Beauty and the Beast kind of tragedy thing, you know, where it's like, okay, do I love you or do I kill you? You know, once I find out about this. Exactly. (laughs) I, I like the way your mind works. You see, a Geico commercial. I got a story. Do I got a story for you? And I love it. I love it. Yeah, it Holy took me cow. a few minutes to decide. Okay, so do I want my protagonist werewolf to be a male or a female? Right. So at first I just had it as it's or them or you know mm-hmm. whatever, and then I thought. Oh, and she comes across the farm, yeah. and it was automatically a female, Done. you right. know, yeah. and like, okay, she's going to fall in love with this dumb boy, right. this dumb farm boy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. and find out that, you know, it was mm-hmm. his parents that killed hers right. later, and then it's going to be like, but I'm not like them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
That's amazing. I don't. I don't see. I just don't know how that works. I, I, know. I, I, I see something, and I like, huh, and then we move on. You yeah. have a whole story. I know, and I just that, started already automatically thinking. Okay, so they actually catch her, they yes. cage her, and then he's got to figure out how to get her released or something. Uh, I love it. I love oh, no. it. This is the brain of an author, folks. I'm like, I know. I was, I was thinking to myself last night. I said, Well, I know I'm a writer. If you I can get that. that idea from a Geico commercial. You got, you got that right well the book is the amulet of elements uh it's available on amazon is it available in bookstores too uh yeah you have to pre-order them pre-order, like you yeah. can go into bards and noble books a million and you say hey i want the amulet of elements order it for me and order. they will order it, order for, it for, you. for you not I, a problem i don't have to do that because i already got a special copy, got a copy so well you uh. can find me at book signings so That's right. you know if you want to catch me on that if one, you want one, an one autographed more, copy one more round where can they find you again uh, oh gosh oh uh, <laughs> at the uh, double s bar wine bar um in knoxville april 17th at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. I think it's like 7 to 9 or something like cool. that. Uh, and then, so I'll be there and I'll have copies. And then, of course, uh, Metro ThamCon in Chattanooga, the 1st through the 3rd of May. And then Imaginarium, July 12th through the 14th. Uh, and then I'll be in places, different places in there. But if you follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, you will find my posts for where I'm going to be next. And I just kind of pop in and out of places, so Mm -hmm. you got to kind of catch me. (laughs) And and your website. uh, Yes, yes. Go ahead and give them the website Uh, It's Mm rosemarymachario.com. You can't miss me. Can't miss her. (laughs) You can find out all the info there. Dream Big, coming soon. Mm -hmm. Season 5, right? Yes. So we're just uh, so you're just getting started. You've got so much going on. It's insane. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just I'm just thrilled that I'm able to have the opportunity to share with the world my book finally. Absolutely. And Princess Illyria Rose's world. So and and read. They got to get this book because it's incredible. Seriously. Yes, especially if you don't want to miss out on the the series. You know, Magic of the Chosen Ones. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's only going to get better from uh, here. It, it, trust me, it's not going to just be a, a three three book thing. It's going to be like it's going to be like a Star lot. Wars. It's going to be like, Star Wars. <laughs> like you think the story's done, but you're we get, got plenty you're getting more. Getting a saga. That's I'll right. just let you know now. So. Plenty, we got plenty of stories. So don't to tell. get behind. <laughs> Well, Rose, thank you for being here with me again thank this week. Thank you for having You're me. the best. Like I said, you are a glimmer of hope and brightness in this world that is so gloomy. So thank you again. We've been talking with Rosemary Machario on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Hello, this is President Barack Obama, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And that was authentic. I promise. So in the movie Titanic, Rose, as an elderly lady, tells her story of her time aboard the Titanic, and of course, the love story between her and Jack. Now, it cuts back and forth between her telling the story and, of course, the events that happened in 1912. There is one scene that takes place during the 1912 era that we don't hear Rose actually talk about in present day, and that is, of course, the love scene between her and Jack in the car in the belly of the ship. So I got to thinking the other day, what would have been like if we had listened to her actually tell the story instead of us actually seeing her and him do that? You know what I mean? What was it like for Bill Paxton's character and everybody else's character in present day listening to her tell the story of them having sex? So what happened next? You mean, did we do it? Sorry to disappoint you, Mr. Bodine, but Jack was very professional. Of course he was. He wouldn't have done anything that would have offended you. Exactly. My grandmother knows how to hold her own. She wasn't just going to give herself to the first nice guy that came along. Absolutely. Honey, I I didn't say we didn't do it. He was just very professional. We weren't just gonna boink just because I was naked. Grandma, what are you saying? Baby, we screwed each other's brains out. Oh, well, uh, you, you don't have to go into all that. We can just leave it there. No, I need to share this. It's a centrical part of the story. So he took me to this car at the bottom of the ship right then he began kissing 
all over my body. Um, Grandma, please. Uh, I don't think we want to hear this. Honey, please. I need to get this out. I haven't talked about the greatest sex of my life to anyone. Oh, dear God. So then he starts flicking my bean. And traumatized. After that, he stripped me naked and, well, let's just say he certainly enjoys eating some garbage. Please, make it stop. And that's not all. After that, he was still hungry. And, well, they don't call it the poo-poo bladder for nothing. I'm gonna throw up. Then he began plowing the field. Grandma, I'm gonna die. Just like I did from my first orgasm. Who the hell are you, anyway? Before you knew it, the smell of our sweaty fuck filled the car. Before you knew it, I was on top, and he began spreading my butt cheeks, exposing the Hershey Highway. Grandma, for the love of humanity, please stop! And then... He rocket-launched more semen than we had on the entire Titanic. You're listening to the Smoky Light Podcast. I cannot tell you just how much I enjoy speaking with Rosemary Machario. She is such a delight. And as you can see, she's an inspiration for anybody who's wanting to chase after a dream and achieve it. She has done innumerable things to create the status that she has now. And I'm so proud of her. And I'm sure you are after listening to her. She's an amazing person. Go check out her book, The Amulet of Elements. It's online now. And you can also order it from a bookstore near you. It's a fascinating book. Get it, read it, and enjoy it. And if you'd like to meet her in person, check out all the dates that she'll be at, as well as her website, rosemariemachario.com. And with that in mind, that's going to do it for us this week. Now, next week we have something very special planned, assuming we're still able to do it. With the coronavirus situation, we may not be able to do it, but I really hope we can. We have planned for next week, next Thursday, March 26th, we plan to do a live game edition episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. That's right. The plan is for me, Miss Pingrino, Miranda, and Daniel all to be here to play a game that we just discovered about a year year or so ago. It's really fun, and we want to make you a part of it. So, coronavirus permitting, (laughs) we'll be able to get together. Uh, In all seriousness, the only reason why we might have to cancel this is if within the next week uh, they decide to do a national quarantine and or a nationwide curfew which would hinder us from getting together so that's the only reason why we might not be able to do this so we'll keep you updated uh if for some reason it looks like we may not be able to do it we'll just simply postpone it and if time permitting again everything goes on time permitting and coronavirus permitting uh we'll do a regular episode or if not we will postpone the show and we'll tell you when we'll be officially coming back with a brand new episode that's all really confusing so hopefully next week we'll be able to do a special live game edition episode of the smoking hot toddcast if it does happen you can catch it on facebook live on the hot toddy facebook page thursday march 26th at 8 p.m so don't miss out it's going to be a lot of fun and with that in mind that's going to do it for us this week make sure you follow me on all social media at smoking hot toddy on facebook twitter and tiktok toddy kamahot on instagram hot toddy tube on youtube and of course the hot toddy page on mixcloud and the smoking hot toddcast pages of soundcloud and apple Podcasts. those three places is where you can find episodes of the smoking hot toddcast you can also follow some of the toddcast team on social media we'll begin with twitter miss pingrino at pingrino sheila at sheila hawk doc summit at kev summit and Miranda at the Miranda Joe on 
on Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. And of course, my special guest this week, you can follow on social media as well. Rosemarie Machario is her page on Facebook, and you can follow her on both Twitter and Instagram at Witch Gypsy Rose. Until our possible live game edition episode next Thursday, March 26th at 8 p.m. on Facebook Live via the Hot Toddy Facebook page. This is our president following what was supposed to be a positive, calming, and inspiring speech saying... Okay, 